Hello, welcome to the Buzz and Buzz podcast, where I talk about whatever I want with whoever I want. I'm your host, Robert, and tonight I got two beautiful people with me to talk about how the pandemic has shifted plans regarding education, since we are looking to begin a new school year, as well as some common interests. But before we do that, I'm going to let these two introduce themselves, where you guys can find them, and how we all met. So which one you guys want to go first? Hello. Uh, you can find me on, well, first of all, my name is Jesse. You can find me on Twitter at Navizoid uh, and how we met. Well, we met in high school, but I feel like we didn't really talk talk until college. Uh, yeah, simply, because, simply because we went to the same college. Like, I feel like we had more one-on-ones and I feel like in high school, it's just more of a group setting. Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of like you were like the only person I know. Yeah. Because everyone went to Mount Sac or like actually went to a way more like a four-year university. So really, uh-huh. it's like, eh, I'm lonely. I'm going to talk to this guy. And then we did hang out a few times, but it was more of a group thing. Yeah, yeah. And then we got the beautiful man. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about that after we introduced ourselves. <laughs> Come on, Kevin. What are you talking about? We can call you a beautiful man whenever we want. <laughs> True. You don't have a choice, uh, Kevin. Deal with the harassment. Uh, that's not what I meant. I don't think you guys heard me right. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Okay, well, go on. Introduce yourself. Was I supposed to introduce myself then, or right after Jesse introduced himself? I mean, it was. I mean, kind of right after was, Jesse at this point. Of, <laughs> it was kind of just up in the air for whoever. You could just go now. Uh, okay. Uh, hello, my name is Kevin. Uh, my Twitter handle is at forty seven Lambos. Lambo short for a Lamborghini. Uh, oh, you're a fucking Lambo I, guy. I don't know, I, Oh, you didn't know that's what the what it meant? No. Yeah, it's short for Lamborghinis. It's, 40, it's 47 Lamborghinis in my Lamborghini account. I, I didn't even think of you as like a car guy, like any semblance of car. It's, it, I, I'm not really, but it's just a reference to a stupid meme. The Ty Lopez meme. I don't know if you know Ty Lopez. Oh. I remember it. I remember it. <laughs> That, that explains so much. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember how we met. Well, can you remind me? Last time you reminded me, so I guess I guess I'll go through with, with you. You said I followed you around like a lost puppy in like ninth grade, Mrs. Cantor's class. Well, I had Mrs. Cantor, right? Yeah, we had Mrs. Cantor together with Kenny. I could, I could never remember if we had the same class or not, or if you ju- we just had like we're in the same area and you just followed me after. What the fuck? This dude get get him away from me. I- yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so weird because we didn't. I don't think we sat next to each other in class either. Uh, yeah. I thought it was because like Kenny was talking to you or something at one point. Maybe I think I think maybe that was why. Or maybe I've been eyeing that ass since ninth grade, dude. I don't know. I, 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 didn't, I didn't have an ass in ninth grade, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to make. It How did you take a shit? <laughs> it's like Hank Hill. You don't need a, you don't need an ass to, like take a shit. <laughs> oh, that's good to know, bro. Oh, God, they had the Hank Hill, but. 
Alright, so let's jump right into it. So, pretty much what happened when, like, this whole pandemic started with you guys? Jesse, you want to go first again? Like, what happened with like, school? Like, oh, uh, so, school as bad as it was, well, not, not calculus. I think I had a pretty good calculus professor, but, like, uh, and I should probably stop yelling, but, um. <laughs> He's excited, bro. Uh, physics was pretty bad as it was because not only was the professor unqualified to teach it. Well, I can't say that he he had he gave us his resume in the syllabus uh, just to get you give you an idea of what he was like. Oh, wow. uh, but <laughs> that doesn't mean he, were, he was good at teaching just because he was qualified for it. But anyways, uh, he was old. That didn't help, and every time people asked him for questions, he got mad for some reason. Like, it always sounded like he got pissed off. Like, you know, just, and then he had an accent, and that didn't help. So imagine going from that classroom setting onto Zoom, and then he doesn't know how to use Zoom. Yeah, it was pretty fucking awful. Like, did all the assignments transfer, or did he end up dropping some assignments? No, they transferred and like, but he changed them, if that makes sense. So we still had a lab, but it was online. Some And somehow we had to do it ourselves. Did you have the lectures where you had to show up? Yes. The Zoom lectures, oh, that's gross. Yes, yes. And then he would, we everybody would constantly get kicked from the Zoom class and he would just reinvite and then some people were stuck in the waiting room and we had to like we had to get each other's numbers in order to text each other hey i'm not in in order to tell him oh my god that's how bad it was it's so dysfunctional yeah and then calculus wasn't really a live lecture but we did have to do my math lab and i don't know at that point i was just kind of like might as well just drop both classes and start fresh when this is all over. At least that that was my perception of it. I feel like remove the stress. Like yeah. yeah a, lot of people, a lot of people did that. A lot of people dropped the classes once like transferred over. I mean like I wasn't doing bad in calculus, but I feel like having the prior knowledge of all the shit I learned. Like and then having an actual excuse withdrawal, having the option to drop without any like repercussions, I feel like I might as well just retake it and do better. Um, so you say you were like at a B level or a C level? Yeah, or I, was a, I was. A, yeah, I would say I'm a, at a B level. And you decide that you just want to go for A. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. I mean, I might as well. I might as well. It's in my field, anyways. Oh, that's true. The the higher the grade in those situations, the better. Yeah, but it's like I'm gonna be surrounded by nothing but math when it comes to computer science, anyways. Even though yeah. it's not calculus, I mean, it's still I'm still gonna be surrounded by math no matter what. Yeah. And Are I, you done with your computer science classes yet? I need one more. Need one more. Damn. Yeah, but I'm saving it for last. You've gotten pretty far though. I've gotten farther than, yeah, than, well, I can't say most people, but I've gotten far, yeah. Well, how many, how many classes you have left? I have, well, if I didn't drop and then it was going to be fall semester, I would have needed physics. I, I wouldn't have needed two more physics. 
uh, one more calculus and then one more uh, computer science class, and then I would have been done. So three, no, wait, I can't count. Uh, four classes? Is that why you're cool with taking the break right now? I feel like there's other reasons partially, to take a break right now. Partially, yes. No, yeah, there's definitely uh Well, I know like the pandemic picture of a break, but yeah. But I understand that, that, is, that is one part of it, yes. I understand if it's like one more semester that you're kinda you're cool with it going way until the winter maybe. You know, it's I, just it's harder to take these like higher level classes in a Zoom setting. I feel very true. Is and and then it's like I don't want to go do a trial run with these professors. I mean, I feel like maybe they have a grip on how to teach online now, but I'd rather just wait. Yeah, when I went through hybrid courses at Chafee, it was more. It, it it's very easy to just let everything go. Yeah, I mean the thing, the difference between the classes taking them like online in quarantine versus previously when you could have taken them online is that uh, you kind of knew what you were getting into. That was one, so you had an expectation, and then two. I know for it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then two. The class is based on that, you know? The class was made for online, yeah. but a lot of these physics class aren't made for online. You know what I mean? A lot of these higher level math aren't made for online. They can be, but yeah, that's just how it is. So it's kind of like, I don't like it. <laughs> like, I don't want to experiment and I don't want to, yeah. you know? Yeah, I can see what you mean with the higher level course, it, it being very experimental in terms of online learning. Yeah. So it's like, because not, not all the classes were meant for it. Or at least they, there wasn't anything offered previously until now. And is the pricing still the same? Do you know if that's a thing with you at least? What do you mean? The pricing, like does it cost the same amount of money as if it was in person courses? You're talking to the wrong person. I get a fee waiver. Uh, I get free classes. Also, you're not going back this semester. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know if you take a look and say, oh, it's cheaper, you know, but all right. All right. I should probably still look into paying my student fees because no matter what, I'm probably taking one online in the spring. Oh, all right. Just so I don't feel like I'm lagging behind for a year. Yeah, that would probably see that's how come I'm trying to take two courses this semester coming up. I just don't want oh, you to. Just have, you just have two. Yeah, I just have two because I couldn't afford to do full time. Oh, that's true. That's true. So I already put down the down payment and the thing is the price. Well, for me, the price is the same. So it still costs $3,000 for $3,100 for full time and $2,000 for part time. That's a oof. Yeah, that's that's what that's what that hurts. That hurts. And then you're not getting the same level of quality of education. Not that it was. Not it that doesn't it was, make it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So you're not, you, you, I don't know why, bro. I, I don't understand why they're charging the same price if it's all online. It's like I know with Harvard they actually closed down for the whole year. I feel like I'm taking ITT tech classes, bro. I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> this shit ain't worth it. Why am I paying the same much? I, need a, I should get a discount at least. College is a scam, dude. Dude, I feel like this that this confirmed it. Like legit. Scam. Like yeah. this whole pandemic thing confirmed it is. Just a money grubbing scam. Yeah, a lot of people I feel who are going to classes are just people who like don't really have to worry too much about their financial status to begin with. True. Also, I feel like it's a lot of younger people, like fresh out of high school kind of people. They're yeah, like taking them. Through. Yeah, because that's all they've known. <laughs> yeah, it's like they kind of feel obligated to, even though like you don't have to go to college right away. Yeah, because then it's like, what will mommy and daddy say? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly. And you took summer classes. How was that, Kevin? Like how Jesse was saying, how some classes don't transfer over, right? That's how my public speaking class was. Uh, Just think about it. A public speaking class that's online only. Wait, what? (laughs) I think that just proves it. Uh Yeah, it's like, what? Useless. Like, like I I was able to isolate myself more, so I feel like I did the opposite job. How many videos did you end up uploading for that class? I think it was four different speeches. It's preparing you to be a VTuber, dude. Uh, dude, I feel like... Honestly, I feel like I should just start vlogging. I feel like it's just like a vlogging class. Yeah, that's how it feels. Like public speaking, how to be a YouTuber. How to talk to camera, how to present yourself to camera. Uh, how to make eye contact with camera. <laughs> Dude, I went, since, you know how I went on my trip? Yeah. I was in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. When I went to some of the, like, major sites, I, I was, I had my fancy camera with me, and I did record myself at a few points, because I needed to record something, because my mom wanted me to record videos of me. <laughs> and, like, before I got there, I was getting kind of anxious, because, like, I didn't want to look like a freaking, like, dingus with his camera pointing himself, and, like... <laughs> In front of everybody. Did but when your, I got there... Did you have your cousin do it instead? No, he... He was just doing his own thing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a story for a separate time. Yeah. Uh, but... So I, I recorded myself a few times, and each time it just feels really natural. I'm like, oh, this shit ain't hard. Like, this shit's super easy. Just look at the camera. Like, ignore everybody. Don't give a, don't give a fuck. I, I knew people were staring at me a few times. Like... I don't care. Dude, you should have said hi to them, man. Eh? You should have included them in the vlog. Yeah, it's like, say <laughs> hi to my mom. my mom. Yes! <laughs> uh, but online classes suck. That's what I'm trying to get at. Was that the only class you took? I took uh, statistics. And what's that? The class is called elementary statistics. Uh, and so uh, it was... I needed a math class. Sounds like an insult. Elementary (laughs) statistics. Dude, honestly, that's why I took it though. I was like, oh, this was easy. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty easy, honestly. You didn't go on to like rape my professor? Uh, no, because it didn't didn't show when I registered the class, it didn't show who the professor was going to be. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. My experience was. Where I get started? Let's see. I got kicked out of my college for like the <laughs> second time. That was fun. At Fresno? 
Well, not at Fresno. I did kick that. I did get kicked out of Chafee, apparently. But <laughs> wait, this isn't surprising, dude. Did you remember you told me that a while ago? Yeah, it was academic probation, and I got academically dismissed. It happened twice, though. Supposedly, it was for for a whole year. But what? I was, <laughs> you were still going to school? <laughs> and I, I, yeah, they did. I guess they never got the memo like, hey, this guy isn't supposed to be here, but... Damn, dude. I mean, they were still getting your money. <laughs> That's all that matters to them. Ugh. But I was taking four courses. It was entre entrepreneurship? Entrepreneur... Uh, that one word? Entrepreneurship. Yeah. The E word. And then, I hate that word because I lost in the spelling bee because of it. <laughs> I was pissed because like was that when was that middle school oh shit I did not study but that word knocked me out and other people were getting way easier words I was like you know what? <laughs> they're trying to screw you over good luck Kenny that's what Kenny your word is two <laughs> Kenny was getting second place that time T-O-O, wrong term. <laughs> <laughs> sentence, bitch. <laughs> Destroy oh, middle oh. schooler's dreams, man. Who got first? Do you uh, remember? Some girl. Some girl. Oh. Some girl. It's always the girls. It's always, but it's always the boys. Even the teacher was like, uh, yeah, kind of hella sus because she was getting easy words and Kenny was getting more difficult ones as it went on. Dude, but that middle school favoritism. It is what it is. <laughs> Actually, Kenny got a war for just being Kenny. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like the principal gave him a award about it's something about just him being a good student. That's it, and then he he got a war for it. <laughs> maybe they, maybe the teacher shot saw his shoes, how beat up his sneakers probably were. They thought he was like some homeless kid and just want to make him feel better. I mean, the guy's a freaking genius anyways. He gets like 4.0s all the time. Have you seen his sneakers? <laughs> his sneakers don't be 4.0. They be kind of a 1.0. He literally wears trash bags over his shoes when it's raining because they have holes in them. They have too many holes in them. <laughs> Remember that? Look, it's been a long time since it rained here. Well, since I was That's here. True. That's true. So, yeah, I, I kind of forgot everything. It's been kinda... a long time since you've seen him. Yeah. Period. True. Since, since true. I was drunk and crying and blacked out. Uh, oh, good times. Good times. Actually, that reminds me. He messaged me like a few days ago and I never responded. That fucking Oops. asshole. Oops, I forgot. <laughs> dude. He, he messaged me like at three in the morning. <laughs> He do be like that though. Oh, he's so quirky. <laughs> anyway, I'm freaking listening to this, and he's probably going to be on the next podcast. Oh shit! True. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Katie. Sorry, you. Your shoes were an inspiration. I'm not saying it in the bad way. <laughs> I can hear him talk about it now in the in the future. Oh my god, we gotta we gotta talk to Katie about his shoes. The trash bags and the whole thought process. Dude, let's cough him a <laughs> pair of Adidas Ultra Boots. 
What's, what's his shoe size? I don't know. I could ask him. Just hit him up. What's your shoe size? Kind of kind of sus. I mean, yeah, but it's me asking, so it wouldn't well, be the weirdest true. thing. It'd be weird coming from anyone else, to be honest. <laughs> true, it'd be like some weird creepy fetish shit. <laughs> hey, what's your what size shoe you wear? <laughs> I'll do it right now, fuck it. <laughs> oh my god. He's gonna be like, size 10 and a half, why? Winky face. I did it, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he went online and I did it. Watch his, watch his response just be, why? <laughs> Anyways, let me get back on back yeah, on topic. Like someone the audience has no idea who we're talking about. They will know. He's our Asian genius friend. Very wholesome guy. A very amazing person. He, very he's great. a brother to me. I knew him since elementary. Anyway, so first one was entrepreneurship before I went off on the tangent about ranting about a middle school spelling bee. I hate losing. Leave me alone. And another class was basketball. Third class was some marketing course. And a fourth class was communication, like communication theor- theories about communications. And Ooh. each one approached it a little bit differently. My entrepreneurial class, well, in that case, a lot of the assignments stayed the same. I know there was one big assignment that got dropped. I didn't finish the course. Course, And it was because I already... I, I was already going to fail it, to be honest. Because one, mm-hmm. one of the assignments was go out, look at some people, see their problems, and go to a place you haven't been before. And it's like, for one, I don't have the money to do that. Two, I don't have a car. Three, I don't know where the hell am I supposed to be going. Like, I have no idea where any of this is, you know? Well, that one of those, like, really big assignments that, like, worth a lot of, like, half the grade? Pretty much. But I, I did finish out my first group assignment. And that one was, I know I interviewed you for this, Jesse. It was about the gym. But I did finish the first assignment. And I just told my group, it's like, sorry guys, I'm not going to be finishing class. And then, of course, I had a lot of stuff going on in my life, so I pretty much just ignored school for a whole month. But Mm -hmm. fortunately, a lot of the stuff was just due at the end of the semester. Was that when you were already back here from Fresno? Yeah. Oh, okay. So... I think a whole month has passed and then I decided to look back because it was like two weeks before finals. And then I decided to, I, I, I didn't catch you up on most of my work. Basketball, I missed the assignment, but it was nothing but essays for the remaining amount of it. Essays for, essays for basketball? Essays about what? Like, what's your goal? Like, did you reach your goal? Stuff like that. <laughs> did you yes. like basketball? And, well, I wanted to be more aggressive scoring, so I think I was doing that pretty good because everyone thought I was good, but reality was I was just putting up a lot of shots and missing. But it was more aggressive, so I think I, I, I think I reached my goal in that 
aspect, but also was getting better grades. And then I looked as I wait a minute, can I still pass my classes? And my other course was pretty much it, it didn't change one bit my marketing course because it was show videos, answer questions on that video, turn in paper, that's it. Easy. Easy peasy. And then we did have quizzes online. And did you pass my class? Yeah, I passed that. I passed all my classes with a B except entrepreneurship. Oh. So. Hey, you're pretty good. I mean, considering I totally just fell off the face of the earth for a whole month. Yeah. I think I, remember. I, I was able to at least catch up on everything. And then I had my communication theory course and I missed two assignments. And fortunately I was able to, we still had like two more assignments to do. We had a final, I aced the final. And oh. I was able to pass with a B, but it kind of sucked because I wanted A, but I missed by like 0.5%. That hurt a lot. Oh my god. But I feel like normally you would have just like dropped all the classes. I mean <laughs> I, I couldn't lose financial aid. Yeah. Again. Also I, like you spent a lot of money already. Yeah. Oh yeah, living in dorms. Fortunately I fortunately I was able to get a refund on my dorming. But yeah, it was still full price, lost pretty much. I got B's and fortunately how the school handled it, it was the courses, if you failed a course, it was just go account as a non-credit. I wouldn't count against my GPA, which God knows I need that. Oh shit, that's yeah, cool. I need help with that. But for the two courses, I'm looking to take a, for this semester, I'm looking to take video production and media, media writing, I believe. But video production uh, it's gonna be uh, I'm I'm just wondering how is that supposed to translate? Dude, you're lucky I need that class for my major and they're not even offering it anymore. Really like, at all. There's no online equivalent for for me. From what it sounds like, I was looking at the emails given to my from my professor. It says, yeah, I'm going to require my video, my, uh, some type of camera. And, and supposedly we were supposed to be working with some, some theater kids, like beginning acting courses. But again, I don't know how it's supposed to work <laughs> out considering that you're not even going to be in the same area. True. Unless I'm going mean, to have to drive to Fresno for... That's some BS, dude. If you do. I... Uh. <sighs> Oh, don't yeah, think they're... about it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, think about it. America is just a scam, dude. Oh my god. What is like, the American dream? It's nothing. It's just a scam. It's uh, it's McDonald's on a weekend. <laughs> it's made by Big America. True. But yeah. if you if if you need help with any filming assignments, let me know, bro. I'm down. Uh, hey, you have all the equipment, so. I do. <laughs> it's better than me driving out there. Yeah, I could be an actor in your projects. I mean, are you good? <laughs> Listen, we're just trying to get you partial credit, okay? It doesn't matter if I'm good or not. <laughs> Dude, that sounded so, bro. <laughs> you sound like you weren't expecting that. 
I wasn't. I didn't expect you to go full on fucking bushy ass director on me. Like, okay, but do you have enough pathos and ethos? I'm like, what? <laughs> this is intro class. <laughs> Fuck it, you're the director, man. Oh, okay, I try to get better. <laughs> It's all right. Just just take off your shirt, and I think that'll be an automatic case. Dude, are we filming a porno or a movie? What's going on? Hey, come on. You know how like you know how movies is pretty much just semi nude, like softcore porn. It's so like any mainstream movie. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Any PG rated movie out there. Oh my god, it's just Emma Watson saying, "Oh my god, you feel like you're photoshopped." <laughs> I'm gonna take off my shirt. <laughs> Dude, you sound like you had this dream before. <laughs> but that scene is so stupid. I don't even know where that's from. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's, it's she's talking to Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I forget it as <laughs> I mean, I want to look it up, and then again, I don't. So. I'll show you guys later. <laughs> oh my god. Try to straight up here. But yeah, it's either we get we work with the actor student the acting class and or we're supposed to get some other we're supposed to get, she's supposed to send us some videos. And we just go from there. I mean I'm looking forward to it, but then again, like I say, it's just in comparison to in-person courses, it's not going to match up. Yeah. I get that. I, f I feel like even if they were to offer those classes in my um, outside, um, I don't think I would take them. I think I would wait until it was like IRL versions, because I don't think it's going to be the same. You gotta wait till 2022, dude. Yeah, yep. I know that, but it's, I, I just want to keep on moving forward in school, because... I feel like you have to. Dude. It's just, it's been so, to me, it's already so long and I just want to mm -hmm. keep on going. And if I'm not moving forward, I'm moving backward and it's just frustrating to me. So, I, to that age. I'm just, even like, though, hmm? Go on. I was going to say, even though that I'm just looking, even though it's just one or two classes per semester, as long as I'm taking something to move forward, considering I'm going to be working full time now, I just need something oh. to keep it going. Yeah, I get that. That's why I haven't completely given up on school, even though like I've wanted to on multiple occasions, and I've barely been going. But like I've held on enough. Are you the so guy who not... shows up like every month? I'm the guy that shows up 15 minutes late every day, uh, or every other day <laughs> when I do show up. If I do show up, <laughs> so not far off. <laughs> nice one. Oh, what were you gonna say, Jesse? Huh? What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say that um, it feels like taking a step backwards, but really you're just being stalled. That's you're not taking Ooh. a step backwards. You're just that's, you're. It's just there's the big old stop sign. That's some real shit, right there. That's true. Well, I run stop signs, so I need to keep going. I just uh. I don't prefer it, but I, I, to me, I don't really have a choice because I feel like if I stop going to school, I'm just going to stop, period. 
Yeah, it's just just a 10 minute stop sign. That's why it feels like people like that's why people feel like they're not progressing or that's why it feels like you're going backwards. Bro, this is a whole road under construction. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's a road being constructed for two years. Oh my god, this ain't a 10 minute stop sign, dude. (laughs) That's the best analogy I can come up with. This shit's rough, dude. Everybody got fucked over. You know? One thing I noticed when I did come back, though, they built the bridge down my street. I know, fucking finally. That train. I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for that shit to get finished up for like so long. I, I know, I know. It took like two years, didn't it? It took like three. Eh, I lost count. I, <laughs> yeah, that's how long it took. <laughs> I really added ten minutes to my college commute. That shit was horrible. It just made it a pain to get to that area. And then it added, speaking of the schools, it added 15 minutes to my little brother's high school because I would be taking him to school. That, sh- that was a pain. And you, it's just traffic all around. But pretty much at the high school district, the same thing as Georgia, they were expecting to be back in class this semester. And... Pretty much, they didn't even give you a choice. It was, you go to school, or... Yeah, you're pretty much disobeying the laws, sending your kids to school and all that. Those kids, dude. I feel like shit's gonna go down after a few weeks. Well, the thing I had... They said that, as of right now, for Georgia at least, it was pretty much 35 out of 2,000 students have been infected with the coronavirus. And they decided to go go part-time and start alternating days for half of the students. But I'm thinking, what's going on that they're not even giving the choice to be online? My sister, she's in high school right now. It's all online. Is that is it like that for your brother? Yeah, they, they switched it, but it was like three weeks before, three or two weeks before. Uh-huh. And my little, I have two little brothers going to high school, and one of them is high risk. Mm. So the way I looked at it, even if it was going to happen, to me, there was no chance of him going in. Yeah. It's too risky. I, I mean, you have adults struggling to listen to put on masks. What do you think is going to happen around a bunch of high school kids trying exactly. to, you know, where uh, teenagers are inherently rebellious. So, you tell them to put on masks, they're going to say, fuck you, and then you send it to security. They're going to be saying that without masks, and then next thing you know, you have 20 kids in there without a mask. So, it, it just wasn't going to be a pretty situation, to say the least. Depends on the kid. I, I, feel, I don't think all kids are stupid. Yeah. It only takes a few, though. It does, yeah. That's very yeah. true. And I feel like, like, no offense, I feel like a majority of people are just stupid. I, I feel like there's more stupid people than smart people. Well, it, people who, I, I wouldn't say smart because I don't like that word. Mm-hmm. But people who could, who have logic to understand the situation. You know, that they could mm-hmm. actually make the connections and be like, you know, this is kind of fucked up. This is wrong. Gotta protect yourselves and the other people around you. 
but I feel like a lot more people are along the lines of like, oh, it's just me, myself, and I. And just more inherently that's selfish. That's what it feels like. I mean, that's you, you see it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you working at Walmart, Jesse, I'm pretty sure you've seen it. No, actually, I haven't. Everybody seems to wear their mask. Wow. Not to be not to be contrary for this. Like, I'm not no. trying to argue it. But then again, you could also argue we force people to wear the mask. So they, it's like, what's the point of arguing against, you know, when especially when you need to just get in there and chop. I, I think it depends on the area, honestly. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I've seen people who are just like, who don't want to wear the mask, but they wear it anyways, because we're just going to deny them service. I mean, it could be possibly we're also in a largely democratic oh, I, area. Wait a minute. I did forget to mention. I did hear complaints that people wear them, and then once they're inside, they kind of just let it a little loose. Oh, yeah, you work outside. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. My bad. So I don't, I always see people with their mask, but inside is a different story. People have their nose over their masks. Like once they get in, they just like pull them down a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, ew, I don't want to see your boogers. Ooh. Anyway, I was saying that, do you guys think it's because, not to make it political, but do you think it's largely because we are a democratic state, especially this part of California? Because I feel since Trump wasn't really, you know, behind the whole wearing a mask situation. I, I mean, when it comes to mask, yes. But when it comes to everything else, I don't think it has anything to do with politics. Because uh, as soon as we lifted, started lifting shit, that's when coronaviruses uh, also rose, the cases. As soon as like we were like thinking, okay, it's, you know, quarantine. And all of a sudden, everything started opening up, restaurants and everything. People started getting like more like, you know, loose and people didn't want to wear a mask and shit and that's kind of what led to an increase in cases i could i could agree with you on that one yeah so i don't think it, that has any i think masks are political which they shouldn't be but at, at the current state of things they're political but as far as all the other factors no it's not political and then your trip to san fran kevin what did you see out there? Uh, what did I see? I saw... Dude, people up there are nice. I thought... I was scared people would be snobby over there. Everyone is really nice. You don't live there. That's the difference. That's true. That's very true. But at least the people that I interacted with were pretty nice. Other randos just started talking with me. They probably saw me vlogging, and they were like, what the <laughs> fuck is this happening? <laughs> like, let me end up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, everything was closed, still. We can only sightsee. But it's really pretty over there. Yeah, I was expecting it. Yeah. Was that your first time? Yeah, I've never been there before. That's the farthest I've ever been away from, like, my home. Oh, glad you had fun. Well, Happy you stay safe out there during that time. Kept your distance majority of the time, I'm assuming. Yeah. There was a, a good chunk of people over there that didn't wear their masks when they were outside. Like, maybe like 25% of the people I saw. And they were all white. So, 
I don't I know did, that has anything to do with it. Yeah, I, I did hear that in like LA, it's also kind of bad in terms of masks. Mm-hmm. I hear some people, for some people, it's like they don't want to, or it's kind of fake. Well, that's so frustrating. Well, you know, I work in Pomona and that's LA County. And pretty much they said that no more cloth masks for anyone who's working. That has to be disposable masks every time now. Oh, does uh, your workplace provide them? Yeah. Oh, at least that. And I'm, I'm aware that San Bernardino County, that I still what's see people logic? with cloth masks. That, yeah, what's, what's the logic behind that? They're saying people with cloth masks don't wash them all the time. So it's not clean. Once a week, is that bad? It's supposed you're to be supposed every to, time you wear it. Yeah, every, 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 like, every day you're supposed to wear a new mask. Yes, sir. Oop. Well, I learned something new. Damn it, Jesse! I mean, I, I could always Lysol my mask. I uh, I have like seven masks, and I wash them at the end of every week. It's not like one per day. This isn't shit that I've heard or people talk about. People talked about it in the beginning a lot, but not recently. People, because people just stopped caring. Yeah, it kind of became a new norm at that point. Everyone yeah. just like, eh, it is what it is. Just watch people like use the same reusable mask. Yeah. Ew. It's <laughs> all like brown at the end of the week. Oh. I've, only, I've only done that, but only so I could get a new mask from yeah. Walmart because they provide them. Oh, really? I mean, I think you can keep reusing them if you've only used them like within some short spurts. But if you have like an like, extended session outside, then it's probably a good idea to like switch it out. Yeah, I could see that. But when I went to Pismo Beach, it was that situation got ugly, man. This be a common thing with beach towns. Like I've seen so many videos of, of like currently a lot of like in beach towns, and like more than half of the people there don't wear masks. It's like only like ten percent of the people wear masks, and it's specifically beach towns for some reason. I mean, you got people acting like nothing going on, and it's just. It's like you're you're in a whole different world, you know. Yep. And like people are all crowded together, and we we just got our food and left that area. That was. Oof. I was just shocked, but I I'm gonna see we're going to see what Fresno's like though, event like on a, later on. I'm wondering how that place is doing. I was telling Jesse that. I think that was the first child in California that died due to, to the coronavirus. It was in Fresno County. What? Bro, good thing you left. So, I, I don't know how bad it is over there, but I can't say this place is getting that much better. It's it, They're hiding death cases. They're hiding cases, and the government's hiding cases in general, so there's no way to tell. Yeah, they're not being very transparent with it. But, yeah, but you could only assume it's getting worse. Me To to me, I don't even know why they would say, hey, we're opening back up, everyone go have fun. But don't have too much fun. It's like you're laying out a cage of rabid dogs. You want to know why? Money. Because they want to die. Money. Money. 
And they want us to die. Make more money. And they want us to die. <laughs> They're gonna sell our bodies. To die. <laughs> No, after, they're already dead. <laughs> sell them after they're dead. Sell our organs, dude. Black I'll organs. sell my organs before the government sells my organs, dude. Fuck that. Like, holy shit, where's this kidney? The kidney, hand it over. I already sold it, bitch. <laughs> Got him. That's how I protest. <laughs> what, instead of a kidney, you're going to have like a letter saying, I already sold this? Already sold. I, <laughs> I sold it to Disney. <laughs> Did, didn't Disney open up a little bit before? They're still open. Still, it's in Florida, Disney World. Oh my god. Oh my god. And I know Florida is pretty. Florida is like the hot spot for coronavirus right now. Yeah, dude. It's. Uh, hmm. I mean, everyone knows Florida's bad, but like, this is just natural selection taking its course. Uh, but you, you, you say you say that right now, both of y'all. But California has the most cases out of every state. <laughs> That's true, but we're also the most populated. Yeah, I think we would have to look at percentages of mm -hmm. the population true, infected. True, true. Try That's to steer your statistics. Didn't you take a statistics course, Kevin? Listen. Hmm? All right, I know you didn't pay attention, but still, not that's to, not the not point. Not mention that I heard, I remember reading an article or seeing somewhere, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember that supposedly Disney Disney World water has like brain eating a me boy or me boy, whatever that word is. I remember, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I'm just like, hmm. this shit's too good, bro. <laughs> it can't be real, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> Florida's just its like own weird little world that I don't want to be a part of. Well, someone. I would love. I want to visit Miami, bro. I'm being honest. I think someone put it perfectly in terms of the USA in relation to all the other countries. They said the USA is to the world as in Florida is to the rest of the USA. No, that's I mean, no. it's a, it's fair, especially when you oh. like you look at the current events of like all the fucking protesting and then the Portland shit that's happening. There's people outside, like foreign reporters that like you know like will report like um like shit that's happening in America because it's like it's like we're yeah fucking circus over here, dude. Yeah, we're a circus. They're like literally like observers and watching a fucking fascist regime take its course. Dude, I get so much secondhand embarrassment from anti-mask people. Oh, like the the pro-Trump anti-mask people. It's like, oh my god. Y'all, did you guys hear about the one uh the the one that like I think it was like a leader or something. He was like really advocate for anti-mask. He was like. A big person, like a big deal, and then he died. Oh yeah, I heard about that. coronavirus. Yeah, he was like a. I don't know if he was a Trump supporter. Like he was in Trump's like little group or whatever political group. But like he was telling people not to wear masks. Like you don't have to. And then he died from the virus. Did you hear about the police station that is? They're not requiring their employees to wear a mask, and they're saying. Pretty much, don't wear a mask when you're talking to people. 
Did you hear about that? I did hear about that. They're, they're trying to kill us in any form possible, dude. Fucking the police don't care about us. But it's like, how the fuck did it become so political, though? Like, it's just common decency. Yeah, I don't understand how, because, like, so many other countries, like, this, this shit wasn't even an issue. Yeah. Um, here it is. I don't understand there's, why. There's a country that has, like, there was a period, that, no, well, I think it's still true now, but there's a country where it was, like, there was a point where they had no new coronaviruses, like, any cases, and, like... I think that was New Zealand. And that's, yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, it was New Zealand. <laughs> And what was the common factors? People wore their fucking masks, they sanitized, it's like... Literally, you could just stop all of this shit if you just, you know... Well, the whole situation could have already been, like, dying down. Like, on the exactly. downtrend, if we actually listened. Exactly. But, we don't, so... Well, you're gonna have way more people die because of it. But it's, it's... Oh my god. Watch the government hide this in the history books as if they didn't kill us. Nah, I, I don't think that'll happen. So I'm pretty sure, like, future, like, institutions or, like, future whatever government is, they're gonna look back at this as an example of what not to do as president, of literally the worst president ever. Like, I, I would hope you're right, but I just remember who's in power. Yeah, I don't think it's going to last, though, even if he does get reelected. And the reason I think it will last, like, throughout history is that there's going to be some long-term changes because yeah. of this. Also, this is just documented because of, like, technology and social media. Like, you can't really hide this. That's definitely true. I'm going to, like, try, like, watch them try and hide it in the, like, fucking history books you teach in public school. I I'm sure, like, in more Republican... Uh, I guess dominant areas, and they'll definitely kind of glide over it. Be like, oh, there was some stuff that happened in 2020, but uh, well, we won't go into that chapter. <laughs> you know, kind of like how World War Two was history was for like world history. It's like, eh, no one cares about that. No one cares, about and yeah, and, like the Vietnam War. I'm like, yeah. Do I learn yeah. more about World War Two in college than I did in high school? It's like, that would be more, I would think that would be more, how do I put it? It would be more related to the current events than what happened in 1600s in England, you know? But it is what it is. Your class in college was so easy. Did you take A-push? Uh, no. I got scared away. Oh. Cause that, that shit, that, that whole class was just like our teacher shit talking how awful America was <laughs> and all, all those atrocities like through the centuries. It's like, oh, knowledge is power. <laughs> and he was in the military. Uh, yeah, which was crazy. So like, yeah. Dude, my AP, all my AP classes have been harder than a lot of my actual college classes. That's so true. Oh my it's God. Just, it's like, what? So I do. I could show up to class, fall asleep, not get yelled at, and still get an A. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Sign me up. But, you know, one of the most frustrating things, when it, at least in terms of politics, I I have my bone to pick with both political parties. Is at, in terms of the Republicans, they have to make a lot of shit religious. 
don't know if Ooh. you noticed that. No, yeah, that's always been something that annoyed me. That it still does. And you're talking about that's not the primary concept of Republicans in the first place. Also, I think they're just disrespectful to like a lot of different communities in this country that aren't Christian specifically. Because I was looking at the someone debate. I think it was Florida debating about why they shouldn't wear masks, and they're pretty much saying you're having us cover the faces that God created. No, it was your. I remember this because I watched it. It was on a white lady, and she was basically saying, "Don't take away God's beautiful breathing system that He made for us." Was it a white lady? I uh, thought it was a Hispanic lady. I don't know. She looked white. I think she was Hispanic. I think uh, I remember the video now. Was I, she? I think you're close. She was like, though, just she's like lights. I think she's like light skinned Hispanic or something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not that that matters. No, that's just how I remember her. But, yeah, it was just... It's like, what does that have to do with religion? I don't get it. I mean, crazy people will always find a reason for their stupidity. That's what I do all the time, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I always have a reason. (laughs) I... So kind of turn deviate from this depressing topic of quarantine. Yes, yes, please. So we have a new generation on the horizon in terms of video game consoles. And I think we had a lot more time to video games due to the quarantine. I was wondering what's some of your favorite games from your favorite games and your biggest disappointments from this last generation. And that's including the Switch. Xbox One and PS4. You guys want me to go first? Yes. Alright. So, some of my favorite titles from this current gen. The Marvel Spider-Man. I think that was a great game. And one of the games I actually sat down and played through. Just the web singing, they actually got it right. Damn. And I don't know if you ever played, like, if you ever played enough Spider-Man games, but I think Spider-Man 2 was the best web-slinging. I played the fuck out of Spider-Man 2, dude. That was such a good game. Is that the one where that meme comes from? The pizza time meme? The the pizza parlor meme? I think it might. Uh, I'm not sure, though. Could be. But if you do have the opportunity to try it, Kevin, if you ever do get a playstation 5 i totally recommend it i wanted to play that game that game is like looks like a good gaming experience like an old-fashioned kind of like suck you in play for like <laughs> hours non-stop dude roll through kinda, it's like oh my god i haven't had that experience in such a long time just i have not been too much into video games within the past like half decade oh you go to struggle then with this question <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a PS4 or an Xbox. <laughs> I mean, you have a PC and a Switch. You're pretty well off. And then a lot of these games that were originally on, like, consoles have also been ported. Damn, just, you just said no excuses, Kevin. The only games I want to play are the games that are not ported. <laughs> so... Uh, if a game I want to play gets ported, that's like a good day, but it's rare. Right. So another game of mine, 
I liked Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. I think that was one. That's such a controversial opinion. Really? Especially in the Kingdom Hearts community, yes, I would know. That that was a lot of people's turning points away from the series. I feel like it was a better game out of the two that came out. What's the other one? Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, how, long, how far apart were those games? Uh, a good amount of years, I would say. Like, I can't pinpoint how many years, but it was a good amount. Because... God, maybe like eight years. Yeah, it was a while. It was was a while. But I feel, I I still like the game. The only problem with it is like you couldn't really play on the hardest difficulty due to you couldn't disrupt enemies' combos. Did you ever? That's because it's made by the Osaka team, which is made by. the Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep people, which people criticize for being too floaty, like their gameplay being too floaty. Like a lot of the hardcore Kingdom Hearts fans like too because it wasn't as floaty. You could do a lot with it in terms of gameplay. And like that was made by a different team. And like the Osaka team has kind of just kind of like taken over the gameplay. That's why for a lot of people, Kingdom Hearts 3 was just kind of like, in terms of gameplay anyways, was kind of like meh. Yeah, for, for me, it was still, see, it was still kind of close. It, I think it was it's somewhat of me being hungry for some Kingdom Hearts. So I think mm-hmm. there is that bias towards it. And I just... It, yeah, yeah, it does have its charm, the story and everything. I do, like, it's the reason why I still play it, despite its really bad and convoluted stories. Just, it, it's it's fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one thing I can still say about Dream Dream Drop Distance is that it it was still a fun experience for me. I did play the hell out of it. I do enjoy it. No, you're like a super fan. And then another game, I think this is on top of a lot of people's lists, Breath of the Wild. Ooh. It it didn't win Game of the Year for nothing. I mean, it's definitely in just... it's in my top five. It is in my top five. Games of it all re- time. It, it redefined Zelda. Have you played it, Jesse? Have you played it yet? Yeah, yeah. But even then, I already knew. I, I know you know, but I know you just got it too, right? Yeah, I did. Switch. Yeah. I'm happy you're going to be able to finally experience the whole thing, Jesse. Yeah, the, the problem I have right now is that I got a Switch so late that it's like I have all these piles of games that I have to play. That backlog. Pretty much, pretty much. That's my issue right now. Because right now I'm playing Fire Emblem Heroes. Which is that one? Fire Fire Emblem Heroes, I don't don't know. (laughs) Fire Emblem. Come on, Kevin, get on the Switch. Get on the same page. It's it's the newest one. I don't know if that helps. Three Houses. Did I say Heroes? You said Heroes, yeah. That's the one on the mobile. My bad. Three oh. Houses. Okay, yeah, giving me shit, Robert, huh? It's all right, I don't know Fire <laughs> Emblem. <laughs> I just wanted to shit on you every once in a while. I've never heard of the mobile one. I don't know. Actually, I have heard of the mobile one, but I didn't yeah, know what it was. that's what it's called. I didn't know what it was called. So, I got two more games. I got Dark Souls 3. 
Ooh, really? Yeah. Well, it's this you current like that gen. Much? I mean, if I could actually just sit down and play a game and it has my attention for more than 20 hours, uh huh. I think it's a good game. <laughs> Me and Stardew Valley. All of it. So with Dark Souls 3, I actually sat down and I played through it and I, it was a good time. And I can't be mad at it. It's Bruh, just, I, res I respect you as a gamer, as a fellow gamer. The challenge, I just love getting my ass kicked and it's like, you know, I'm going to fuck you up next time. It's addicting. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, when you have that Black Knight whoop your ass and then you get your, you get in your feelings, you know, it's like, I'm a... I need to get back at him. It's the first boss in the tutorial. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> like, that shit's an accomplishment. <laughs> I mean, that's just the tutorial. I, yeah, for the Dark Souls series, or just even the game developers themselves, because they've made Bloodborne and shit, and I like that, like, you could get better at the game and then something that was so difficult could become so much easier like i remember i was like playing bloodborne and then i was struggling with uh, an enemy in the beginning of the game and then my friend just kind of took over and defeated it like nothing so it's kind of like i, I kind of like respect that and it's like you could get better at the game and it shows you know what i mean not many yeah. games can actually do that and yeah, it's not a uh, artificial difficulty, so to speak. Exactly, like you can actually see how much you improve. That's not something any video game actually kind of does. I just like how the game doesn't hold your hand. Like it's an experience. It's not just like a traditional video game. And if you actually just some of the. The storytelling throughout the environment, like the environments are just absolutely beautiful. Just the whole, how do I, how do they put it? I, I don't want to say aura, but I said it. But it's like the, the it's like the whole theme of the whole medieval and the darkness. The goth, goth, the goth, the goth, the, yeah, the atmosphere. <laughs> atmosphere. That's that word. I'm sorry. I'm buzzed. But the atmosphere yeah. of the game, I think it's just... Can I just say I'm clearly not buzzed enough. <laughs> you gotta, gotta take a few more shots, man. That, that. I don't know. It's like... Because uh, I did have like a bottle of soju and like I was feeling it. More so, like I was feeling more of a buzz than I used to, especially with my weight loss. And this is the first time I drink since probably the party. So I can actually feel a difference. The problem is I feel like I sober up very quick. So I feel like maybe I just need more. I told you, you need like two bottles of soju to really... Yeah, but then it's it. like, I don't know. I also want to be semi-decent for this podcast, yeah. you know what I mean? You want to be coherent. Yeah. Next time I'm going to get fucked up, dude. I swear. I'll be slurring my words so bad. <laughs> Well, this is our first podcast, you know what I mean? True. So, and for my last game, I, I guess it's kind of cheating, but it's the first time I played this game, it's Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, boo! I'm just kidding. Wonderful game. I think it still stands up to, like, one of the most graphically impressive games. 
even though it was uh, early yeah. gen. Damn. It was remastered. I know I've it was remastered. Done, I've never played it. But there are but some quality of life improvements in there. And it still holds up. I think that's just... It's the qualities of a good game at the end of the day. And... You guys want to go favorites or you want me to go through disappointments? Let's go through favorites first. Still. All right. Yeah. I mean, Who's do you know right? yours, Jesse? At least like three of them. Um, can't say I know three. I'm trying to think. I know at least two. I know it probably if I talk about it, it'll come to me. See, it's. I feel like for me, it's like you play so many games. It's like and like you kind of know which ones are good and which ones aren't so so much so it's like i feel like there's a point where you seek out games you know you will like versus games you want to try out you know what i mean that's so pretty much like, where i'm at so if you like yeah because it's like i feel like i'll never pick up a game that i'll hate simply because i know gaming that well but uh you know Going through favorites, so we're talking about the current gen, right? Yeah. Persona 5 has to be up there. I, I definitely um, need to try that game. I keep on hearing good things about it. It's, it's not for everyone, especially if you don't like anime. You have to get through anime before you get through Persona 5. I mean, you act like I don't watch anime, but alright. <laughs> well, barely do. Yeah, you don't watch. You don't. Not see, to our level, at least. I mean, I'm yeah. not an avid anime watcher. Exactly. But it's it's not like I don't enjoy it when I do actually okay, sit down. Do you watch dub or sub? Ooh, I watch sub. Ooh. No oh. way. You're oh lying. Oh my god, man. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'll give you props. Be because I can't yes, watch sir. some of the dubs, man. It's just oh my. Good. You, you may or may not have a problem with Persona 5. Luckily, Persona 5 has a Japanese audio option, so it's not as bad. And, like, I'm not, like, dissing on Persona 5's voice acting simply because it's really good. But, like, for some people, that could be a turnoff. Just, like, because it's kind of, like, very anime-esque. And I, I feel like people who know anime know what I'm talking about with, like, the gasps and the... And the I can picture it. Yeah, so it's like you have to be used to that in order to like kind of enjoy. And then there there are like you also have to be kind of open minded with Persona Five. This I didn't realize this until later, until my dad pointed it out that it's kind of a weird plot. It's kind of a weird game. Like it's normal for me because I know it and I understand it. It has a plot going on, but at the end of the day, if you pick it apart and show it to like somebody who doesn't really know what it's about they're just gonna be like what what a bunch of bdsm teenagers go into worlds stealing hearts what it's like, fun, that's funny way to describe it like they're all like leathered up they're all like dressed up as their rebellious will and they summon these personas which is a manifestation of their psychological like see it gets like very like heavy into themes and shit so it's like stands i mean that's been a running joke for a long time that personas are just stands really that's been <laughs> a joke for a long time that's funny as hell but <laughs> yeah it's just like 
it, it's high up there and I, I shouldn't get too into details simply because it's a very complicated game but i think persona 5 royal okay have a like love hate with it because <laughs> persona 5 royal was good i don't know if it was a full price game good because like a lot of the it did have quality of life improvements like because just just for you to know persona has or at least atlas has a thing where they release the base game and then they'll, re they'll release like years later they'll release the same game but with improvements on it and that's kind of been a common business practice of theirs and some people kind of are like no i don't like that i won't pay 60 dollars. i'll wait till it's reduced and some people will pay that 60 dollars. and um for royal like i i really enjoyed it and i enjoyed the extra story but i i still wonder i'm like was this worth the 60 bucks i spent yeah overall though it, it was pretty good uh, I feel like I'm taking over too much and getting sidetracks. No, it's all um, good, man. So I'll just move on. Uh, Near uh, Automata, very, very good. Uh, oh, I wanted to play that. I, I might buy that. I think that'll be my next game that I buy. Like, legit. I think it's a modern classic. It, for me, it was the best PS4 game, hands down. I'm, I will die on the L. Damn. Simply just because that's how much I love it. That's what like everyone who has played it has said. It blows my mind. I I don't want to disappoint you. <laughs> like I think you should like see. That's the thing. I got into it before those expectations, so it's like I I have the same reactions as other people. I, I just sometimes I worry about like overhyping it. Is what I'm saying. I, I mean, hope I, I, I I get that, but. A good game is a good game, regardless. And especially if it's like people are raving about it to this extent. Very true. Not, like, not to mention, um, the developer, well, the director, Yoko Taro, uh, he has made other games and they're related to Nier Automata. Uh, Automata, my bad. Um, but uh, th there's little references in there and it makes me want to go back and play the, his older games. Like, I want to play Nier just though, and then I want to play your Dragon Guard. Because simply because all his stories are interconnected, but like, they're still standalone, if that makes sense. Like, one end, one game is based off one ending, and another game is based off something different, and then like, there's little references here and there. And I just think that's really neat, and that's something that, like, he's such an underrated and under, like, like, he, he's gotten popular now. But before, like, people didn't really talk about the series, his series, Dragon Guard, and, like, Near Gestalt. And for good reasons, like, he had a lot of issues in the development with Square Enix when it came to, like, um... Because if you go back and play the older games, they're not good, gameplay-wise. <laughs> people played it as a story, where Near uh, Automata was, like, pretty much both. It was good gameplay and good story. And I think that really helped the developer. Uh, that really helped Yoko Taro. I, uh, rise, rise to fame, I would say, because before he wasn't really talked about. Now he's really talked about, I feel. For a lot of people... Rise with the Undertale guy. Um, no, not really, because... Well, kind of, yeah. Was he, was he well-known before Undertale? Uh... 
No, but Homestucks know him because he made the music for Homestuck. Mm. And not only that, it's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's relative because for me, I knew him, but I, I would say you're right. Yeah, that's the same way for him. Because I think I'm just being biased at that point because I I read Homestuck and I knew of him before Undertale. You, you've been in the know for everything. <laughs> I have, haven't I? Have yeah. you guys played Undertale? I have not. Yes. I have. It, that was... That, that probably... That game was probably the top of the 2010s in terms of games. It's it's art, I would say. I feel like it, like... Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't say anything new that people have already said. Yeah, it's like it's something I've heard like over this whole decade. Just how like amazing Undertale is. Yeah. Oh man, the dude is definitely an inspiration, Toby Fox. Mm-hmm. Because I think only- it's I think it's be- cool that a game that looks like that can have such critical acclaim. Well, like not to mention he. Everything but the art he made himself. He made the characters, he made the music, he made the gameplay. But, like, of course, you know, you could only do so much sometimes. Unless you're the Stardew Valley guy, which did everything. But <laughs> that aside, um, I think for what he did, he, like, it's pretty amazing. And it's something I kind of aspire to myself. I see it as a source of inspiration. You know, I think definitely with this generation, indie titles have really taken a big leap. I agree. Yeah, I agree because sometimes it's like there's creative freedoms when it came when it comes to indie games that you don't get. I mean, that's what that's what Minecraft was. Minecraft was an indie game. Um, yeah, that's what you get like with when you have creative freedom, basically. Yeah. Because a lot of these triple A's are just worried about making money, and they start doing the same formulaic thing. That's not really like video games that much anymore because they all feel like the same thing. I don't like like fucking. I don't mind playing the same thing as long as there's something new, like the story. Yeah. But like, I'll save it for the disappointments. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, he got right. something planned. <laughs> I think I've spoken a lot. I'll let Kevin speak now. Okay. Um, it's hard for me to decide. Just but the games that stand out for me, probably Dark Souls Three is a good one. I'll say the whole franchise, but like three was the one in the series in this generation. Do you prefer uh, Dark Souls three or Bloodborne? I haven't played Bloodborne. Really? Oh, no PS4. <laughs> I actually oh, yeah. okay. So I've never played any Souls game for more yeah. than like an hour, and I've never played Bloodborne for more than well. I played at least Bloodborne for an hour, but I I Based off what I've seen, I enjoy Bloodborne a lot more, and I would be willing to play Bloodborne and try and beat it. You know what it is with those games? Like, you could leave it there for... For me, I left it there for pretty much, like, eight months, and I got back to it, and all of a sudden it just clicked. That's what happens to most people. That's what happened to me. (laughs) Yeah, like, you finally figure out how to play the game, you know? Yeah, like I played it for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes the first time, and then you come back to it until like half a year later, and then I just like clicked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love. It, it beat your ass, and you're like, you were crying the like, corner. I'm not doing this. This is fun. For me, I didn't have that experience, and the only reason why I say it this way is because, like, 
I played at a friend's house and like mm -hmm. obviously you know me I didn't have the best financial status mm -hmm. so it's like I could only you know I have to cherry pick what games I want to play so but now that I have money I do want to start investing in Dark Souls and Bloodborne mostly Bloodborne because that's the one I have more experience in and not not to mention I like I like the atmosphere of Bloodborne. I just yeah. there's something about Bloodborne that I prefer over Dark Souls, and I don't know if people would agree with me on that. But I've seen I've seen that opinion out there a few times, and it's generally well, I think, accepted that some people just prefer Bloodborne. Yeah, well, I, yeah. From what I've seen, like it's like Robert said, for some people, some people like the medievalness. I yeah. I like the gothic horror yeah. of Bloodborne more. Dude, I'm a I bitch. I can't do horror. <laughs> I can do some I can do horror where I can fight back. Alright. Uh, I get that. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't do games like Amnesia where I, I'm just running the whole time. Like, that shit spooks the fuck out of me. Hey, let's play Outlast together, Kevin. If you if you play, I'll play. Both <laughs> <laughs> bitches, dude. We have a few naked uh, guys chasing uh, out there, so it wouldn't be the uh, first time. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, gonna turn off, I'm gonna turn off all the lights and get super into it. That makes me really curious because I play a lot of Dead by Daylight, and like a lot of people wouldn't say it's a horror game, but like when you first play it, it feels like one. But you get desensitized, so I'm kind of wondering if like other horror games if i'm desensitized to them now or if i would eventually get desensitized you, sh you should try you should you should try playing a survival like single player horror game and see how that goes slender man mommy oh here. my god <laughs> slender man oh slender shit man. i haven't thought about them forever um okay another uh, have you guys played fallout 4 no no I've never played Damn. a Fallout game. Again, Damn, I've dude. always had a money issue. Damn. Me too, but like... The games I'm, I'm going to be talking about are games... Or like the few games that I've even played. Mm -hmm. It's not like out of the men and I've played... Because I've also always had to budget. So I would only buy these games whenever they went on sale. For like $10, $25. Yeah. That's um, just I, mean, I, have yeah. A, I also didn't have a gaming PC back then. So that's also... Oh, that's true, that's true. I, I do have New Vegas. I, I need to play New Vegas. I do have New Vegas on Steam. New Vegas is so good. Yeah. Uh, which, fall, which Fallout game do you think was the best, Kevin? I've only played New Vegas and Fallout 4. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but Fallout New Vegas has, in the community, is considered the best Fallout game. Even. Yeah, that's why I need to play it. Yeah. Especially since I have it. It's just so many games, so big of a yeah. backlog, so much time. Well, I mean, that yeah. was so little time. True. I don't know if you guys have played Skyrim. Uh, I play Skyrim. I, I've Did seen you like Skyrim. it? Uh, in some ways. I mean, it's one of those games that it does just click for you all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you'd like Fallout 4 then. Like, I feel like if you love Skyrim, then you would love Fallout 4. Because it's pretty much the same game with just a different skin. I mean, I might think about it, but... And they're both Bethesda, right? Yeah, they're both Bethesda. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, if you like those type of games, like RPGs in, in their kind of way, then you will like them. But, which makes me really excited for the next Skyrim game. Like, cause I didn't say Skyrim because that's like two gens ago. 
But <laughs> Skyrim is like one of my all-time favorite games. Ever. I mean, it's pretty much every gen nowadays. So <laughs> true. very true. This is off topic, but on topic, and uh-huh. I heard this in a different podcast. But apparently, somebody named their child Dovakin. tweeted it or something. But this is like, wow, that's amazing. That's great. Imagine oh being Dovakin. <laughs> What would his middle name be? Bubba <laughs> King, Bubba King. I don't know. Oh. Just imagine some weed name. Bubba <laughs> King Sakura. No! <laughs> Sakura is Sasuke. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for that kid. Uh, Bro, he's gonna get so bullied. Dude, okay, next game. Bloons Tower Defense 6. <laughs> yeah, I probably bro. spent wrong. It's it's Flash Brothers. What the hell is Flash Brothers? Oh, was that was that the name? It was the Smash Brothers, but it was a Flash game. Oh and my it god! People, it was the game that people would play in the computer rooms in the elementary school and shit. I don't think dude. I ever played that one. I had I, dude. You're giving me flashbacks right now. Oh my god, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I played Bloom Star Defense 1 and 2 what back it? in middle school. What was the website? Like Y2? A Y7? I don't remember what the website was. I remember a lot my, of websites had Flash games. like My the, Cool Math Games something. CoolMathGames.com was one of them. My my elementary school teacher always, like, he had a party every other month. Would bring my GameCube. Mario Party. Oh, oh shit! Nice. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. It was amazing, man. <laughs> uh, but I'm not joking. I put a couple hundred hours in probably Bloom Star Defense Six. <laughs> I think that game came out like two years ago. Whatever floats your boat, man. Dude, I love tower defense games. Uh, I agree. I like tower defense games too. It's addictive. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's something about it, especially the newer ones. Just like. Anything's possible. You say that mm-hmm. as I have it on my phone right now, so yeah, I understand. <laughs> it's kind of a genre no one really talks about or acknowledges. Honestly, like, now, now that you mentioned it, because it's like we all know it and we all love it, but we don't really like talk about it or express that love. Tower defense games are legit. Like, they're not like your basic like um i used to play one but it was full of monkeys i don't remember yes what that's blooms that's blooms oh, okay i love that one that's what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> okay good yeah <laughs> see we all share we all share this love for blooms tower defense uh six is what the, the newest blooms tower defense game and it's ridiculous if you haven't tried it you should check it out oh no way i think you have to pay for it i mean well, for me it's worth it but I mean, I would I would put money into it. I mean, you guys have Android, right? You could get it for free. Yeah. Listen, it seems like the legal way, okay? Oh my bad. Okay, you could do it for free illegally, so I recommend you do not do that. <laughs> I, I have an Apple device, so I cannot do stuff illegally. So don't don't come after me. That's true. You can't do shit on there, dude. <laughs> Dude, all right, I missed Android. You don't have to shove it in my face. Uh, dude, you're legit lost for words. 
last game I'll say that I can think of right now at least is Binding of Isaac. I fucking love Binding of Isaac. I still need to play it. It's it's if you like Dark Souls, you'll like Binding of Isaac, even though they're completely different games. <laughs> Because <laughs> that, that game is hard as hell. It's a roguelike indie game. I like roguelikes, so I know I'll like it. I just haven't obviously had the time to invest in it. It's so hard you know what sounds like you're saying, Kevin? It's like, see, this game fucks you up, and this game fucks you up. It if you does. like getting fucked up, if you like not having fun, <laughs> these are the games for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair considering a lot of games these days have hand holding it's fair just like those type of games um especially if they're roguelike that means you can play them endlessly oh, each time means... go on uh -huh. sorry because each time is going to be like a new experience and each time you have different items random items and each time it's just like a whole new game it's like and then you're, you're, it's going to take you forever to get past the first level and once you get past the first level you realize it's only like if it took you like a whole day to get past the first level, you realize it's only like 1% of the whole game. It's like there's so much left to discover and explore and to like get better at. And like you could, that's that's why I have like multiple hundreds of hours in like these type of games. Definitely go have to check it out then. I have so many games in my backlog already. I still had GTA 5. I played through like 20% of it. I was, I was just, yeah, what I was just gonna say is that, like, based off all these games, I feel like you really would like Shin Megami Tensei, especially Nocturne, the remaster that's coming out. But, I mean, I'm intrigued as hell, like, I'm gonna keep an eye on that. It's, yeah, because it's like, <sighs> would it be, because Nocturne is supposedly really hard. I've never played it and I want to. I'm just gonna wait for the remaster instead of emulating it. Uh-huh. But yeah, I've heard it's really hard. And then for DLC they're adding Dante again. And then now they're adding a new like difficulty for it. So they're really like they're really showing love for that series now. What's what's the type of gameplay that it has? Is it turn based? It's turn based. Like, it's, like, it's different. Um, okay. It's turn based the same as Persona, but like, there's a few things that make it different and stand out. Interesting. Well, is it, is it, would you compare it also to Fire Emblem? No, it's more turn-based. It's more turn-based? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed Persona 4 Golden. And if, it, if the game's hard as shit, then... Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm definitely no, interested. ...is known to be really hard, especially with the puzzle solving. Cause there's also a little bit of puzzle solving, if I remember correctly, because there's like little dungeons and shit. Oof. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> going to have to try some of these JRPGs, man. <laughs> They're not for everyone, though. I, 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 I do realize that I'm kind of an, a niche gamer. Hey, at least you're not a visual novel advocate. <laughs> oh. I mean, you would, this is this might be controversial opinion but like i hate fate stay night and i hate like i hate i don't like that series and like I've, I've been wanting to try the visual novel for it but then i'm just like i hate the series so much never mind but it's, it's not worth it it's not i don't i don't get why it's so popular but i guess that's just because it's sexy historical figures it's so popular because people want to get into it, so they put dedicate a lot of time into it to learn everything. 
and by the time they realize it's not really worth it, it's too late. They're already like too deep into it. So yes. you kind of just yes. become a fan. I, I think you hit the. I think you hit it because I stopped. There's a point where I stopped, and I'm like, this is not worth it. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't care if Napoleon fucking the historical figure is an anime and he's hot now. Like I don't care. I don't care if King Arthur's a girl. Like. You know what I mean? Don't don't watch anime, Robert. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh man! I, 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 I don't. I'm I don't. Here, I don't watch it. Oh, you gave me flashbacks. I used to play Cookie Clicker. <laughs> I remember I made the demonic grandma. That game is addicting and an enigma at the same time. I just, I, I remember like so many grandmas in that game and I yep. remember there was a point where you can make the grandmas very evil. Yeah, they're like demonic. Yeah, I yeah. did that. I remember. Did you ever play Cookie Clicker, Robert? No, I haven't. Oh. I don't even know how to describe it. You just click a cookie. That's the only thing you could do. <laughs> what? Like, there's so much more death to it. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's that's literally stupid. all you do, though. You just click you just yeah. click a cookie. It's, it's stupid, but then there's death. And then there's, like, auto-clickers. Like, you, the more you click the cookie, then you could, like, buy shit, and then you could buy shit that clicks for you. I'm going to send you the link, Robert, just so you can look at it whenever you want. Dude, that sounds just... wild. <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god. No, you unleashed. You unleashed something. I'm gonna start playing it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's something really addicting about it. But any, any like clicker games, I know there's a lot of, I know that's a whole genre now in the App Store. Like just clicker games like those. Like you just keep clicking, tapping the screen. That's the only thing you do. <laughs> Again, when you have some indie treasures, you're bound to get some duds. Uh, I guess Cookie Clicker is an anomaly. Oh no, you can hear my clicks. It's starting, <laughs> oh no! Achievement unlocked, wake and bake. Oh no. my god. <laughs> so sorry, I should have mentioned it. Oh. Uh, oh god oh god so I, yeah i guess i'm supposed to go into disappointments then yeah that's, that's, that's cool <laughs> all right so I, I already talked about this uh kingdom hearts 3 was a disappointment for me uh, can i talk about it too yeah yeah oh i think i should let you finish though well we could both kind of go off because I'm not a fan of it. You could say your opinion on it since we're on this game okay. right now. Yeah. So for me, I just, it's just not fun. And I have to force myself to play it at the end of the day. And it's like, I'm forcing myself to play it because I want to get to the end. But I haven't touched that game in three weeks so far. I'm, I'm like, I think I have like two more worlds. But it's just not a game... I want to sit down and play for several hours. Ooh, that hurts, dude. And it sucks because it's a game I want to, but it's like I could go still and play part two and play for three, four hours in one sitting, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the nostalgia <laughs> speaking for me, 
I mean, you're not alone in that aspect. There's still a lot of, like, speedrunners that play Kingdom Hearts 2, and they put their opinions, and they don't like... So some of them don't like uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, like, in terms of the gameplay. I think, I think like, for a lot of people, it was gameplay and story, because it, it didn't, like, minor spoiler alert, it didn't actually end. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of that. Kind of salty that we waited how long for it to not end. Waited. I feel bad for y'all. This, yeah, I feel like Kingdom Hearts 3 is, if, if you didn't like it, I feel like before I thought Dream Job Distance, and I did say that earlier, that it was the dropping point for a lot of people, and I think it still was, but I think this also was a dropping drop-off point so like if you didn't like it or you're not willing to like invest any more time into it it's kind of a ride or die at this point i feel like that's how the game series is now it's a ride or die yeah i think uh, i'm on the ride part <laughs> y'all got fate stay night bro See, for me, Kingdom Hearts 3 there's a difference there's a difference when the trailer got announced i cried like pure oh. joy damn you're a fan you're a fan fan so playing it it's like i want it to be fun i want it to be but it seems way more linear compared to part two gameplay wise it's not as fun or experimental and it's just in terms of combat i don't know if you played it yet well if you like really got into it yet jesse but in terms of combat, it's just it it how the, it interrupts a lot with a lot of the abilities. Like it isn't as flowing as part two is. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about me is that I couldn't not have played some of these games and just looked at it, looked at the cutscenes, look at the gameplay, watch people play, it, and I kind of just know just simply because I just know. And then I do have background knowledge on like development teams and shit. So I wouldn't, like, I don't have a lot of knowledge. Like, I'm not super, but like, I know enough, I feel. Uh, my opinion on the game. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to collect my thoughts. So I, think I, like, I think I like it for different reasons than what most I don't know if what what most people like it for. I the story was okay. I it was like a whatever and like I I was hoping it ended there and it started something new. But it didn't and I'm like, okay, whatever. What kept me going was the segment in Toy Story with Yozera. Oh and and the reason why is because that is actually, it's minor and it's treated minor, but then you get to the end of the game and again, spoilers, you find out it's not minor. And then you start finding out other, and then not to mention Yozura in Japanese is, um, I'm probably wrong on this. It's like Night Prince or something. It's okay. Cause for you see i know a lot of knowledge and i don't know if you guys know uh but like nomura you know he's in charge of kingdom hearts he was in charge of final fantasy 15 and then 
they had management changes and then they took him off. So basically, uh, Nomura was a part of Final Fantasy XV, and then like with the whole like segment in Kingdom Hearts Three with Yozero stuff, you could kind of see a resemblance. So that's kind of what interests me is that I think he's gonna move. Away. I don't know if he will stop using Disney in his games, but I feel like he's trying to go into a different direction now. And that that kind of has me excited for the future games. Damn. Hopefully, hopefully their franchise get better. Yeah, that's what I'm feel like is happening because I think they started to focus more on their original characters, like Marluxia and everyone else. Like they're trying to do something here. For me, I, I'm too invested in the characters to back out. That's true. Kingdom Hearts wouldn't be the same without Donald and Goofy. But yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is with that franchise. I'm hoping that maybe it is what you say. But Look, it, it can it can happen. Like if I'm gonna talk about one of my video game disappointments, Dark Souls Two. Mm-hmm. Um, that game just is just has like no soul, and it is pretty much <laughs> agreed in the community that that's like the worst Souls game, Dark Souls Two. The darkest of souls. <laughs> yeah, but um, they brought that shit back on Dark Souls Three. Like, they acknowledged that it wasn't the same, and like Dark Souls Three is considered like a lot of people's favorite Dark Souls game. So like, I feel like if this um, Kingdom Hearts game, if it wasn't good, it's still like a, a huge opportunity for them to come back, still like stronger than before. Like I said, all I wanted was uh, improvement upon Part Two, and I wasn't given that. So, and. Let's see. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, that's justifiable. So, I'm gonna just go one more game. Uh, Super Mario Party. I would. It is kind of a return to form, but Wait, for the Switch. Yeah, for the Switch. <gasps> that's gonna be what I buy. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's alright, but I I played the originals not that long ago, and it's just oh. not the same. I played Mario Party 4, 5, and 6. Whoa, you haven't even played the best one. Which one's the best one to you? The second one. The se- Dude, I had played the second one. I used to have it on the WiiWare. And I used to have it for Nintendo 64 too. So you know, bro. I know. You know. I know. That's what makes this hurt even more, the Switch one. So, <laughs> I think they're Dude. going somewhere with it. Do you think they ever will get back to their former glory? Uh, not anytime soon. Yeah, you're talking about maybe like four more games in. <laughs> yeah. Nice me of Mario. I heard that game was kind of disappointing in the gameplay department. Yeah. The last newest one. Yeah, Origami King. Yeah. Yeah. But I heard the writing was really good, but like it was kind of repetitive, kind of boring gameplay. Yeah, I could agree there. Rip. But for yeah, because the past games had good gameplay and good story. Yeah. And writing, yeah. Have you played uh, the, the Switch Mario Party, uh, Jesse? No, uh, wait, I did. I did once. Okay. Have you played any of the older ones or other ones? Can't say I have. I've only played like eight. Nah. Like, 
Eight, eight is considered like a bad one too. <laughs> I'm only playing bad ones. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, like. when this thing is all over, first thing we're going to do, we're going to have like bring up the old Mario parties. We're going to have a Mario party session. Bro, we should do that. I'm down. And get like buzzed. That'd be so fun. <laughs> Dude, you can't put me around that much alcohol anymore. And you know that. Hey, what you want for a buzz, bro? We're not trying to get you blacked out. I mean, <laughs> if you get enough alcohol. Mario Party does do that to you, though. To people. Let's make you do crazy shit. Drunk. So. <laughs> <laughs> drunk off it. It's like yeah. eight-year-old me having too much Coca-Cola. <laughs> but for, uh, for me, what's so disappointing it's a decent game, but then you realize if you go into the older ones, the older ones are just so much more fun. <laughs> it's just so much more fun, and the mini games, the creativeness behind the mini games, the boars are so much fucking better. So. Everything's better in the old games. Yeah, it's just disappointing all around. This This game feels. Like, you know how, like, back in the old day, there would be demos for games? Yeah. This feels like a demo for a Mario Party game. It's, like, so stripped bags and so bare bones. I see, like, I see what you mean there. Yeah, it's like, there's nothing here. Like, you think, you, you, you put in the game, you start playing, after, like, a game or two, you're like, okay, that was fun, let's move on to something else. And then you realize, wait, that was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh... I guess that was kind of fun, because it is a fun game. But when you compare it... Yeah, when you compare it, it's like, this is like nothing. Yeah, in a vacuum, it's alright. Yeah, I I completely agree. You got got another game, Kevin, or did I just take it? You just took it, bro. You just stole that shit. No mercy. I'll I'll make it up to you. I had two games right now, Dark Souls 2 and Super Mario Switch. It's been like pretty switch. all the second one. God, I feel like this just shows you how drastic are the differences in games we play are, at least for me. That's super well, cool. Well, gaming's at the end of the day, it is media. Just so people have different tastes in movies, we have different tastes in games. You know? Yeah, I'll just, I'll just wait for my turn. It is your turn, Jesse. Go. Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> Dude, you sound like you were holding one. that in. I was, because I have so much shit talking to do. Really? I, because it was in development hell. It was like, it took them how many years? Like 10? No, that might be exaggerating. It took them a long ass time for them to come out with the game. And again, that was in the middle of Square Enix's management change. And again, Nomura was originally in charge of it, and then he got kicked out. They made a lot of creative differences. They made different, like, if you look back at the trailer from 2013 versus the one from 2015 or whatever, Mm-hmm. Whatever years those came out, there's a drastic difference, and it and then there's like a drastic difference in the, like the story too, because a lot of the characters were supposed to be kind of slightly different than they are now, especially the the girl, the main character, the yeah. woman, like she was supposed to be a lot more badass, I think, and a lot better than she was in the actual game. <laughs> like there was just, and then like I played it, and I'm just like. Yeah, the characters are good, like the main four, Noctis, Gladio, Prompto, Ignis. But like, 
I don't know. It just didn't care about its world building. Yeah, I did so like. I did like its open world uh -huh. map, and like I did, but then at the end of the day, I was just kind of like disappointed with it because they they hyped it up to be this really good Final Fantasy game, and it wasn't. What it looked like to me, that shit looked amazing before it came out. I really wanted to play it, but I don't have a PS4. <laughs> yeah, like it looks amazing, and you can't complain about its graphics. You can't complain about its looks, but it's like the story felt kind of lacking, and it felt kind of cliched. Damn, I could see that. Yeah, it was just kind of like you—you you kind of expect more from an older company like that. Especially if it took that long. Yeah, and then it's Final Fantasy 15. Like first, it wasn't 15; it was versus 13, and then they changed the name, and then it's like I don't know. It's just <laughs> and no, no, and then it wasn't a finished game either. You had to buy DLC to view some of the story points. You had to buy DLC to see some of the story. Who, who was the publisher for this game? Square Enix. Oh, Square Enix, what are you doing? Yeah, they do and, have a bad look for this gen. And, and it wasn't... The DLC wasn't cheap either. And then, oh, to make matters worse is that they released more DLC, but, like, they eventually had to stop making DLC, and then they, like hit some of the story stuff behind like novels and shit simply because they couldn't release any more DLC like they were pretty much done with the game uh. <laughs> they just wanted to move on but like I feel bad for people who were actually invested and liked it because they'll never get like that experience because like they kept adding on to the game they kept like trying to make it better but at the end of the day it was kind of a dead game rip at least for me so sad seeing all these franchises die. Yeah, Final Fantasy has not been good as since 10, I feel. <laughs> and even then, I did enjoy 13, and I know it's a controversial opinion, but it's like, I still wouldn't say it's one of their best work. Is that the okay. one that came out on the, PS on the PS3 and Xbox 360? Yeah, although Final Fantasy fourteen is doing good, but that's that doesn't count because that's an MMO. I mean, for some people it might, but it's like a different. It's a different game. It's like it's like comparing apples to oranges. Buy that game then. When I get my PS five, do I even have any other disappointments? I was I was disappointed in the Ratchet and Clank reboot. Because I feel like it didn't go anywhere. I mean, nobody nobody talks about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everybody they, still talks about the PS2 ones. You know they, they're coming they, out with a new one, right? Yeah, yeah they are. I'm excited. on the PS5. I'm, I'm just hoping it goes somewhere different. Like, they, they kind of try to retell the story and reboot it and do it differently. But I'm just like, I wasn't a fan of it. Because they kind of like, they took the villain of the third game. I made him the main villain of the of the reboot, but like they made him different, and like he was actually organic, and he had like skin. I think I don't know. It's like oh, it was a straight up reboot. It wasn't yeah, a continuation. No. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it showed you the like how Ratchet and Clank meant. Why would you change the history? That's the shit that people loved. Yeah, so I'm just like that was another disappointment because, and like I didn't mind it. But it didn't go anywhere different. 
Like, they, just, they reused the same villain, so I'm just kind of like, eh. It's just forgettable, I guess. Pretty much. I think it's more forgettable. Like, the gameplay, I don't think I've ever had an issue with, but I I do think Ratchet & Clank 3's, for whatever reason, I can't explain it. Ratchet & Clank's 3 gameplay was the best out of every single one, and I don't know why I feel that. Yeah, I'm going to have to throw them on an emulator and check them out. You got too many games to check out now, dude. Oh, I know. And I have no <laughs> oh, time. That's true. You do be working. Alright. You got your rants off, guys? Yes, King. Right. Yes. Yes. Alright, so yes. if you guys didn't know, Jesse does have a, his own podcast with a couple friends of his. Called the Tire Trio. If you like what you heard from him, want to check out a little bit more of him. It's fairly new, and we we, we are trying to re revamp it because we only have one episode. Well, it's trying. a work in progress. It's getting there, Jesse. I believe in you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Shit. So, I, 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 I want to thank you guys. No, thank you, Robert. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. Pleasure as always. Really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Right. Don't start crying, bro. It's okay. I appreciate you too. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to thank for ever stay this long. Thank you for listening to the Buzz and Buzz podcast. And hope you guys stay safe and healthy during this times. These times. Peace. Bye. Bye.